to a new episode of Bad Thought Therapy. I am Sheree Hardy, and it's a thankful Thursday where I am, and I just want you to know that I am so thankful for you. I appreciate you tuning in, and don't forget you can email me at badthoughttherapy at gmail.com if you have a question, comment, or you would like to have a conversation with me. I would absolutely love that. So it's been four days since I've done an episode. I really wanted to be a daily show, and I'm working on that. I'm still not giving up on that. But um, nevertheless, forgive me for these four days if you're tuning in. I am going to be talking about disappointment today. Disappointment, um, what it is, and, and constructive ways that we can deal with disappointment. And I've been on both sides of the fence. I have been disappointed. And I have also disappointed people. And I think it's safe to say that most of us have experienced disappointment and been on both sides. So I just want to talk about some constructive ways to deal with it because disappointment can lead to some very negative emotions. Disappointment can lead to depression. It can lead to anger. It can lead to apathy. If you're not careful, disappointment can really crush you And I'm dealing with some disappointment myself, and that's why I decided to deal with this episode, um, because I'm dealing with it myself, and I had to work through it, and I'm still working through it. And as I'm sure as I continue to live, I may have to deal with disappointment again. It happens. It is life, and I have said this several times on my podcast, God does not change life. He changes us. So there are some emotions that every single human being will go through. It doesn't matter how much money they have. It doesn't matter their race or ethnicity or their their professional life or educational background. There are some things that all humans go through and all humans experience disappointment. Now, all human beings do not respond to disappointment in healthy ways. And that is why I'm doing this. And so you know, I it, you can be crushed or you can be creative. And that's that's what I want to talk about. So what is it? Well, disappointment really is when you have an expectation for something to happen and it doesn't happen. You know, what you want to happen is on, let's say, the left side. And what is actually happening is on the right side. And there is this distance between what you think you want and what is actually happening and it, that distance is so far and, and can be overwhelming that this is not going to happen. And so that creates this emotion called disappointment. You have expectations, you think or you hope something is going to happen, and it doesn't happen. And we all have that. We all have dreams or goals or things that we want to see manifest. And when they don't happen, we can get really down. And so again, you can be crushed or you can be creative. You can find a way to work through the disappointment and it takes time, you know. So I'm just sharing some things that I have used in the last week to deal with my disappointment about something. So the first thing is you have to change your expectations. And I know there are some people out there with the idea that, you know, you should have these grandiose expectations. You should expect this, you should expect that. And then there's, and that's fine because if that works for people, but if you're, what you're expecting doesn't happen, that's going to lead to disappointment. 
So let's say you were expecting to get a raise on your job and you didn't, and you planned out mentally, you planned out what you were going to do with that extra money. It could be pay some bills off or pay a bill. You might be behind on some bills, uh, take a vacation, whatever it is, you had the expectation that that extra money was coming and you believed it and you, you mentally planned for it. You might even physically plan for it. And you find out that something happens and you don't get that that raise. You don't get that money. That's disappointment. You have to change your expectations. You have to say, okay, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. If I do get it, these are the things that I can use it for. If I don't get it, I got to keep on moving. I got to find another way. And we're going to talk about that. But it, that is how you get disappointed. Is you always have these grandiose expectations And yes, you should wake up in the morning and believe and hope that good things will happen. And I believe that, you know, to a certain degree and for the majority of the time, we are responsible for what happens to us. We're not responsible for everything because there's some things that can happen that are totally beyond our control. But you have to be careful when you are trying to do something and it's big and you have all these great expectations. and and, And this is another thing. When the thing that you want to happen is dependent upon someone else or something else happening, guess what? It's this, you can be very disappointed. Trust me. And you already know this. So we're talking about how to deal with the disappointment. So change your expectations. And again, I've gotten to the point now where, you know, I've learned to accept that the things that I can't change and you know and and what i can't change i have to release it because at the end of the day even if it involves people i can't convince them to do this um i i just have to say god you know you touch the hearts of men and women or you are the one that can supernaturally move and make something happen so you have to change your expectation you also have to shift your focus you know sometimes when you really really want something or you're hoping for something to happen you can just get zoned in and you can just be so focused on that one thing that you overlook so many other important things around you. So, you know, for example, let's say someone, they really want to get married and they just get focused on, they got to have a husband, they got to have a wife, they got to be married and they get focused on that and it's not happening. And they're trying to make it happen, which is very dangerous. If you start trying to make that thing happen, because marriage is also a spiritual act before you're actually in a physical relationship. And they try to make it happen. And instead of just shifting the focus from marriage to being happy where you are as a single person, they get disappointed and they can get down because the focus is on, I gotta have this marriage. I gotta have this business. I gotta have this you know, education, whatever it is. And I've been there. You think you want it, but I am convinced that whatever I'm supposed to have, I will have. And if it's, if it's, if I'm supposed to have it and I don't have it now, then I'm going to have it later. But I have to shift my focus, not to this goal or this thing of the future, but what shift my focus to the now, because that's all I have. And tomorrow is not promised to any of us. The next moment is not promised to us. It is an act of grace, God, that we're here. And and so shift your focus, put your focus, not on that so-called desire, 
but focus on the now and what you have. Again, you can be crushed or you can be creative. Disappointment can crush people to the point they can get angry, they can get depressed, they can get stuck. Because, you know, you can get just stuck, you know, focusing in on you just want to have this one thing and it's not happening and you're trying to make it happen. You have to let it go. The other thing you have to do when you're disappointed is you got to brainstorm different alternative ways to make the thing happen. You know, let's say you wanted to go to college and you are disappointed because you've made it to your senior year. You know, you struggled, you had some personal issues, whatever it is. And then you you know college costs, you don't have the money. And so you're disappointed because you want to go or you think you want to go, but you don't have the money. That can be crushing. But you have to look at alternative ways to make that happen. You might think, okay, I can't go, I don't have a scholarship, so I can't go that way. But maybe I can work and take a class at a time. Or maybe I can look at other ways. Maybe I can get a loan. Maybe I can find a college that will allow me to work for my tuition. You have to always, let me tell you something, trust and believe I'm in that situation. You have to use your brain. God has given us a brain for a reason, and we're not using it to its full capacity. And there are always several solutions to one problem. I always just tell my students there are five solutions to every problem, but most of the time there are more than five. You have to, when you're disappointed, you're trying to make something happen and it's not happening the way you thought it was going to happen, you have to brainstorm alternative ways. And I'm going to get personal. You know, I, I, you all know I was a full-time teacher for 31 years and I left teaching and I started a business. And I want my business to expand and grow. And I'm just, because of my age and because of so many other factors, I'm not in a position to just get a whole bunch of money, borrow, you know, $50,000, $60,000, and just start my business because I'm thinking, how am I going to pay that off within, you know, 10 years and run the business and all of that? And business is always a risk because there's no guarantee that everything is going, again, disappointment, my expectations, things may not manifest. So it's not best for me to do it that way so I started to go find me and when I saw that I wasn't really getting this week in the spot we get we got in the spot because we had another go find me we got we raised some money we were able to get in the spot and help maintain the business but to, to get in that spot to be fully moved in I have to have money for renovations and I thought okay people know what I'm doing I've been doing this for five years they've seen me they know I'm committed they know I'm not a flyby you know um, business owner I'm committed to this cause of, um, you know, improving illiteracy or eradicating illiteracy, and they're going to buy into it, and everybody's going to donate, and it all it takes is a small amount for a lot of people, and we're in there. We can get the painting, flooring, and even if we can't get everything done, we can get the painting and the flooring and the main, you know, some cleanup things, and so it didn't happen. <laughs> that GoFundMe didn't take off. And, I, you know, and I was a little disappointed and I was just, you know, and I, and my mind went in a lot of different directions and it got dangerous because at one point I was just down and I was kind of angry and like nobody's helping me. And I had to just change my, I had to do all this stuff. I had to change my expectations because people don't have to help me. They don't owe me anything. And it doesn't matter if I help them, they don't have to help me back. And I had to shift my focus. I had to say, okay, if we don't have the funds and I can't move into that spot, 
I'm blessed enough to stay where I am and just keep, you know, selling and doing what I'm doing now. And I had to, now I'm brainstorming alternative ways. And so I was brainstorming other ways that may, I might be able to raise that money. And I'm getting ready to try that. I'm getting ready to start that because the other one didn't work. Um, you can't give up. And then there's another part where you do have to let go. And I'm going to talk about that later where you just have to completely let go. Because if you don't let go of whatever you're trying to force something to happen, you are going to be down. And if you're down, you cannot function. You cannot be productive. You cannot be creative. And then especially if you're in a position where other people are depending upon you, let's say you're a parent or you're a professional, you have to let it go. And we're going to get into that. The other thing that I did to deal with my disappointment, and this has been such a blessing to me, I prayed for peace. There's a point when you think you want things and you get, again, we get focused on the wrong thing. We have these expectations. It doesn't happen the way we thought it would happen. We are hurt by that. We are hurt. We're angry. And then, you know, we're, our peace is disrupted because we're so frustrated and we're so disappointed. But let me tell you, there was a point when I realized that this thing could hurt me. <laughs> you know, like you could be taken out. There are people that have heart attacks, you guys. And that's what I'm trying to encourage. This is why I'm doing this. And I'm encouraging, encouraging you because I don't want you to get to that point. Because your heart can break. You, I have seen this happen. You can literally have a heart attack because of disappointment and letdowns. And let me tell you, I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be... I found myself, you know, because it wasn't happening in the timing that I thought. I was so disappointed. I was so crushed. I had to pray for peace because I felt like, hey, something could happen. This thing has been a dream of mine really for much longer than five years. And now I've taken so many steps towards, you know, seeing this vision of having this place where story time is every Saturday. And, you know, there are tutorial classes or enrichment classes, all these beautiful things. And so I found myself feeling some kind of way. I mean, literally, I was so stressed out. I could feel the physical ramifications of that. You guys, I had started praying for peace. I said, God, if you don't want me to have this, give me peace. If you, if it's something you don't want me to have because I can't do anything without you, give me peace. And I started to see, feel myself emotionally settle down. And I just sort of to, to, to let it go. And that's what you also have to do. Disappointment comes when you are trying to get something to happen or you believe something is supposed to happen and it's not happening. And there's a point when you have to let it go. Because if it were meant to be, it will be. And if it's not meant to be, it is not going to be. And so, you know, for me, I kept saying, well, God, you brought me this far. You've shown me so much favor. We're here now. You know, and this is another life lesson. I'm jumping around. But you got to find the lesson in it because I don't believe that with some things you come so far for it not to happen. You know, how could you get so close to the finish line and then you fall? I don't believe that that is God's will. And but sometimes you have to let it go. Sometimes you have to say, you know what, this is hurting me. This is crushing me. This is absorbing so much of my mental and spiritual and physical energy that I have to let it go. And I'm going to tell you something in the past, whenever I felt like this and I just let it go, that's when something happened. But there are times when you need to just let go and you need to let God. You need to let it go and let God. And while you're going through 
the disappointment because you thought, you know, certain things were going to happen or certain people were going to do certain things. And again, they don't have to. They don't owe you. Um, They are, you're responsible for your life. You're accountable to God and they're accountable to God. And you can't focus on, again, the wrong things like focusing on people. You have to focus, keep your focus on God, because if you focus on God, you will have perfect peace. When you focus on people, you'll be so disappointed and crushed. Focus on God. But pray for that peace and you'll have it. And you know what you do? While you're praying for peace, what God will show you are the lessons. Anytime things don't happen the way you think they're supposed to happen, there is a lesson. There are tons and tons and tons of treasures in trouble. And, you know, for treasures, and I've said this, over and over again, I've written about it in several of my books. You gotta dig deep for treasure. Sometimes treasure is underground, is underneath that rubble of problems and dilemmas and all these other issues. You gotta dig deep and you will find the treasures. And I'm finding the lessons in this. And again, it's a choice to be crushed or to be creative. What the lesson is, I've gotta learn how to be creative. I'm not giving up. Within reason, if it's going to hurt me, if I feel like like I was when it first happened, when I saw that I wasn't, you know, the GoFundMe wasn't working, I was crushed initially and I found myself again. I was in emotional pain and then physical pain, literally. And I was like, I haven't had a headache, you know, God forbid, in years. It's like, I'm starting to hurt. Uh-uh, I can't let this go. And I look for the lessons. And then I started, again, praying for alternative ways to deal with the problem. Maybe I have to let it completely go and say, I've started praying, you know, God, tell me what else you want me to do. And sometimes you have to do that. Going back to people that they're obsessed almost with getting married and it's not happening and they're dating and they're making it worse because they're going weaving in and out of relationships and they're, they're having intimate relations with people and it's not working out. You know what? Let it go and say, you know what? Maybe God, you don't want me to be married. Maybe you do, but right now I'm going to be happy where I am. And that is what you have to do. You have to choose. That's another life lesson in this one. You have to choose to be happy with the way things are. Now, the only way you can be happy with the the current state is you have to look for the life lessons. You have to understand that God is always the master teacher. He is always trying to teach you something. And when you know that he's trying to teach you something and you are open and receptive to learning from him, it'll change your disappointment. It'll change your frustration. It'll transform your anger into something good because you know, okay, I'm going through this because God, you're getting ready, you know, you're teaching me this. And boy, have the lessons been learned. Over my life, I've learned so many lessons through, you know, hardship and trouble and trials and situations. And you got to seek out those lessons. Again, we have been on both sides of disappointment. You know, one of the things in this it asked me was, well, how have I helped other people? You know, have I not, have I been a disappointment? And one of the things I did, you know, and and this helped a little bit. I was like, okay, God, you know, I I want people to help me. Let me help somebody. So when you don't have a lot of resources, you have to think of creative ways. How can I sow a seed? Because I really do believe in that seed harvest principle. I really do believe that you reap what you sow. So I made some small seeds for some, some for some people that I know are doing 
positive things in the community in their own place. And I saw adult, some donations made and I said, okay, that's a seed. Then I said, okay, I'm gonna help some people. I don't may not have the money, but I can help somebody, maybe help somebody publish their book or help them with their writing, whatever. And I sowed that seed. I said, I'm just gonna keep trying to find ways to sow seed as I want people to sow seed in me. I'm going to sow seed in them. And so how you deal with disappointment, again, let's go over some of the things. You have to change your expectations. If you're expecting something to happen and it doesn't happen, you might need to say, you know what, I'm not going to expect this. If it happens, ooh, what a wonderful surprise, <laughs> you know, because it, that's only if it is crushing you. Sometimes expectations are crushing. You know, I know a story if my memory is correct, it was a guy that went to my college and he wanted to be a player in the NBA and he didn't make it. He didn't make he didn't make any of the cuts. I don't even know if he got a chance to play overseas or not. But anyway, I was told that he this is not somebody I knew personally, but this is just someone telling me about a classmate. He ended up committing suicide. He got sold down because he expected to make it and he didn't. But what if he had let that go? And he had, you know, found a way to coach other players, found a way to start a school, you know, would have found a way to, you know, there's so many other ways. Again, that second thing, you got to brainstorm alternative ways. You have to shift your focus. If you're focused on one thing and one thing only, and it becomes, you know, that's another thing. It bec- When you focus on one thing so much, it becomes a God. You're deifying whatever it is you want. You're deifying, whether you think it at your work or your business or you're getting married, you have to take your focus off of that and shift it and put it on God. And when you put it on God, you will start to have peace. You have to pray for peace. God, give me peace. I need to let this go. Show me the lessons. I thank you. Thank him for the lessons because they're coming. And you won't really know who people are until you go through something with them. You know, you won't know who you are. (laughs) Trust and believe. You won't know who you are and who God is. And you have to just keep your focus on God. And you have to say, you know, when you brought me this far, I don't believe you brought me this far to leave me. But if this is going to take me, you want me to have this, but you don't want this to have me. If this is going to take me and make me crazy, guess what? I'm letting it go. And when you let it go, I, it, like I said, I wanted this bookstore, this space, and I'm all, I just had all this, you know, these visions of these beautiful things happening every day in that space. If God wants me to have it, I'll have it. If he doesn't, I won't, and I'm at peace. He hasn't failed me in almost 60 years, and I just have to trust him. And that's what'll help you get through disappointment so you don't have to be crushed and be angry and go out and hurt yourself or hurt somebody else because it doesn't have to be that way. Seek out the lessons, and that is when you begin to get peace. When you say, God, teach me from this. What do you want me to know? What do you want me to learn? What is it you're trying to show me? And sometimes it is a test, not for you. This is deep. I'm going to do a podcast on this. I wrote about this years ago. I used to have a blog. And sometimes the test is not your test. The test is really for other people. Sometimes God wants to see what other people will do. And it's not even about you. He's searching hearts. And he's going to search the hearts of men and women. And he will determine whatever. And you think it's about you and he's testing you and all of this. Uh, He's just trying to see what other people are going to do or not do. 
And that's what the test is really about. So disappointment, again, you want something to happen and it doesn't happen. It may not happen in your timing. You have so many ways to deal with it. Change your expectations. Start to expect something else or don't expect anything. And I know that may be a controversial statement because some people say, oh, you're supposed to expect. And then you got all these big expectations. You're going to get the house. And then you go and you find out you don't qualify and you're frustrated and you're disappointed. And that can be crushing. Shift your focus. When you're focused on something other than God, you're going to always have disappointment. I, I'm going to say that again. If you are, you keep your focus on something other than God, you're going to be disappointed. If it's a person, if it's a thing, if it's an experience, we have to keep him first and at the center of our lives, period. And that's the only way you can get peace. You might drift off and start focusing on something else. But if you do that, trust and believe. It's, it's, it really is a form of idolatry if you're focuses on, focusing on something other than him. Brainstorm alternative ways to deal with your dilemma. That has been the blessing for me. I started praying for peace. I started praying for answers. I started praying for the lessons. And God showed me, you know what? This GoFundMe may not happen the way you think it's going to happen. So you need to try some other things. And there are things that I have done in the past. When I was a teacher, you know, I, I made things happen. I was one of those people, I'm not making excuses. And I had to go through some old school ways. And I said, you know what, I'm going to do the old school. I've been doing social media posts and I know everyone sees it. And some people have responded and those who didn't, I said, I need to get off of social media. I need to go the old school way. Maybe knock on some doors, write some letters and see what happens. And then again, if it doesn't happen the way I want it, I'm letting it go. Because nothing is worth my peace. Peace in my mind, I'm going to do a podcast on this one too, is the greatest blessing from God. You can have money and not have peace. You can be loved and not have peace. You can have the best job in the world and not have peace. You can have health and not have peace. There are people that don't have peace. I want peace. I want to be able to sleep at night and I want to be able to not be worried about anything. I want to rest in God's arms, arms, God's arms, and have peace. Seek out the lessons because he's the master teacher. And every day of your life, you're in a spiritual classroom. If you don't know that, you need you know it now. Get your notepad out because guess what? Every single day, the creator the master creator is trying to teach you something and to make you a better person, to make you a stronger person, a more compassionate person, a more sensitive person, a more creative person. And then let it go. Let it go. You want, you think you want to get married and you keep trying to make it happen. Let it go. And it's not happening. Your disappointment is starting to make you depressed and down. Let it go. It's not what you think. You think you want this business uh-uh, I'm letting it go. If it's going to rob me of my peace and of my help, they can keep it. I don't have to do it. i got to show me something else to do. And trust in God. Trust Him. Our ancestors trusted Him. They believed Him. They saw Him. And this is the thing I want to end with. Recall what God has already done in the past. We are going to experience disappointment no matter what. And God has already delivered us and healed us from past 
seasons of disappointment. And he's going to heal you today in this season. He's going to help you. He's going to work it out. Let it go because the lesson may not, may, it may not be your test. <laughs> you know, they say if you don't pass the test, you have to keep taking the test in the spiritual realm and you never stop taking tests. But the test may not even be your test. God may be trying to see, I'm going to see what these people are going to do. They see him or they see her out here. They know she's real. And they talk all this talk about certain people matter. No, they don't matter. Let's just talk. Find out. But go to God. Keep him first. Keep your focus on him. And just rest. And let it go. And knowing that everything will work out. And I just believe it. I I tell you, I had to work through this, baby. This thing has been 14 days since I started the new goal for me. And, it, you know, I just thought, okay, at least I have enough for flooring and painting. And if we can't get everything, we could just move on. In. And it did not happen. But guess what? I'm getting ready to go to my job. So thank you. I see that red light on my computer screen. I am so happy that you tuned in. Have a beautiful day. Don't let anything stress you out. You're too blessed to be stressed. Keep God first and your disappointment will dissipate. Don't be crushed. Be creative. Peace and blessings. Take care.